to talk to you today from the depths of my heart about the way I feel. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like writing you a letter or sending you a card to tell you how I love you. I really do, Jesus. Sometimes I'm beside myself because I really don't know how to love you back. You've been good to me. You are my God. I call you my Savior. Jesus, Jesus. You died for me. Oh, you shed your blood for me. A terrible sinner. Oh, you saved me from hell. Oh, yes, you saved me. I love you, Jesus. You're so dear to me. Choose you all over. You are my God. 
Savior. Jesus, Jesus, you died for me. You shed your blood for me, a terrible sinner. You saved me from hell. I love you, Jesus. You're so dear to me. I love you, Jesus. You're so dear to me. Can you hear me? All right. All phone on silence if you are within the physical jurisdiction of this premises. But otherwise, everybody else, wherever you are, make sure you are tuned in. And um, um, can I have the anointing bottle? Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Beautiful. Today is a very, very special Sunday, and we are grateful to God for his blessing. And for the privilege of serving him. Can I have your loudest amen? amen? I didn't hear you at home. Everybody shouting amen. amen. Wonderful. We are grateful to God for his love, his love towards us. I didn't, I didn't know how my life really have been like. If it wasn't for his love for us. As the choir was singing. And we thank God for a beautiful day. Yes. A day to be alive. And a day to hear the word. And a day to enjoy the blessing of God. Can I have your loudest amen? I think that the song that I sang was very beautiful. Um, the song is um, Jesus is the answer for the world today. We believe there's an answer for every crisis in this world today. There's an answer to the crisis in your life and the answer to an answer to the crisis in the world. And I wish to say that the answer is in one person and the name is Jesus. Somebody shout amen. He's the answer to every problem and every situation because able to turn lives around. Can I have an amen again? So we are grateful again and we are going to continue to, I'm, I've been sharing with you from Psalm 23. Psalm 23 and we're going to go back there. By the way, yesterday we launched our, our insurance service. Uh, amen. Online insurance service. Powerful, powerful time. Lady Pastor and TV preached powerfully. In share phrase, we sang beautifully. I mean, it's an amazing time we had. So every Saturday from 7 p.m. to 8.15, we have insurance service. And uh, that is in tree. The message is preaching and those services in tree. Powerful, powerful. You know, I was so, so blessed as I uh, partook of the service. Right. So have you found Psalm 23? 
let's all read together loud and clear every reading every reading don't say that oh uh, i just want to don't say it in your head read it and say it out of your mouth do you understand i want to hear you to hear yourself speaking and reading ready go the lord is my shepherd i, I shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters he restoreth my soul he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever amen today we are going to attempt to wrap up this psalm 23 but i believe that it's a blessing amen to to read and then to learn from this beautiful psalm and especially in the season in which we live we need to be assured who is in charge of our lives the politicians are not in charge of our lives don't place your life in the hands of any politician my name is E.T. Saki I'm telling you don't place your life and your feet in the hands of any politician place your hands in the, in the in the life of the shepherd the great shepherd himself let him take control of your life don't place your hands in any scientists they don't have the solution they are trying but place your hands in the eternal God can I have put your life in the, in the hands of the eternal God he will keep and he will direct you and he will bless you don't place your life in the hands of any economists any finance minister any any of the don't place your life in their hands I said my name is Yeti Saki. I'm telling you, read my lips. Don't place your life in their hand. Place your life in the hands of Almighty God. Amen. Don't place your hands in any lady. Don't place your life in the hands of any man. The man will let you down. The man will disappoint you. The man will, will frustrate your life. I'm preaching. Am I talking to anybody here? Lady, place your life in the hands of God. He is the shepherd of your soul. Don't trust in man and absolutely and, and whatever. Trust in God. Amen. I said amen. Let God be your leader. Let God direct your path. Can I have an amen? Yes, God has God give you good husband. All the good things are good. But I'm saying absolutely and all, I mean find your final trust must be in God. Because every good and perfect gift comes from above. From the father of lights in whom there's no variableness no shadow of turning hallelujah so we have shared a few things already we've talked about the lord being our shepherd and we shall not want and again verse 2 he makes us to lie down the fact that he creates the conditional environment for us to lie down and in green pastures not in sahara deserts amen but in green pastures and he leads us beside still waters not turbulent waters may god still every trouble in your life 
May the waters in your life be stilled. May your waters in your marriage be stilled. May the waters in your church be stilled. That is where God is taking you. I'm preaching now. Now, Bible says, again, he restores my soul. We talked about that. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Everything we are, every right decision we take, every step, every direction we go, it is, and every success that comes our way, it is for his name's sake. Don't ever take the credits and the glory to yourself. Can I have an amen? Learn to attribute, learn to, like I said, uh, let it bounce back and, of you and go to God because he deserves all the glory. Amen. So it goes on to say, verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and everybody goes through the season, the season of walking through the valley of the shadow of death, because you need to go to the valley to go to the mountaintop. There's no way you, you, know, you, you, you just jump up to the mountaintop. You walk through the valleys and all and climb up. I see you climbing up in Jesus' name. Yeah. Bible says, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, verse 5, this morning, and then we carry on. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. The New Living Translation says that you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. What a blessing. So in this short service, this first service, fresh first service, I'm talking to you from verse 5. Bible says that you prepare a table or you prepare a feast. I don't know what, whether you've gone to a, a special banquet or maybe a restaurant where they have several courses. Some of us, we always have one course. We don't have time for dessert. We don't have time for starters and dessert. We don't even know what a starter is much more a dessert. It's a one whole meal, that's all. When it's the starter, not a shock. Or the, the starter, you know, is the starter in the car. But the sum that calls is called that, that's called a starter. Starter that is in the restaurant, not the starter in the car. Do you understand? What a shock! But you see, I'm saying that there are places where you, you go and eat. You know, one day a friend went to a restaurant and as he was eating, they brought the starter, and then he ate and he ate, he ate. He thought that that was the main meal. Then when the main meal came, he was surprised that hey, he had filled his stomach with rubbish, and the main meal came. He, he was shocked. Now wow. If I knew this, you know what I'm saying? So, there's something called starter. Do you understand? In fact, the place where you even have seven-course meals. I see you sitting at a table with seven-course meals. Oh, we didn't shout amen loud enough. In this COVID-19 season, God will, God will prepare a feast. A feast. Don't rush ahead of yourself. Let's wait. Just wait on God. Sometime ago, I remember going home and um, I was hungry and I really wanted to, my, I could smell the food that my wife was preparing, but I was hungry. I was hungry because, you know, I told you I was coming in. I mean, when I got home, so, oh, uh, by the time it, she told me, by the time I get home, the food will be ready. But I discovered when I got home, it was not ready at all. I didn't go to the kitchen, but at least I saw the table was, there's nothing on the table. Only bread, and the bread had been there for a couple of days. You see what I'm saying? So, but I could smell something in the kitchen. And, but I was impatient. 
I really, really, really wanted to. And so at the point, she came and said, oh, don't worry. It's ready in five minutes. And then five minutes, I said, ah, I mean, what, what is happening? And she told me, the Bible says, a day is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like a day. What a shock. <laughs> I said, this one, you are not God, so I cannot wait for a thousand years. I went for the bread and ate the bread and water as a way of rebelling against her delay. But I was hurting myself. I did I was hurting myself. Now, when the meal was finished and was brought to the table, I said, hey, I've done myself evil, I tell you. Hey, the food and the type of thing that was on the table, I said, my God and my Lord. But you see, if you are full, you are full. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> so you see, you have to, be, you see, God is preparing something for you. Sometimes we rush ahead of God. God has a better husband than you can imagine for you. A good job for you. A good home for you. Don't run ahead of God and go for what you think is you need now. God's time is always the best. In his time, he makes all things beautiful. I saw someone who shout, Amen. That God is preparing something for you. He, he he he, when you see a good meal, when you see some fine gravy or some fine sauce on the uh, beef sauce on the table, don't think that it came from the skies. Several things have gone on to produce that so- beef sauce. Somebody has to kill a cow. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes, and somebody has to, they have to take you to the slaughterhouse, slaughter it, cut it to pieces. Someone has to go to the market or the shop, buy the meat. Somebody, they have to season the meat. And then, it's not only meat, you see, beef sauce is not just the beef. Other things go on. Uh, They have to season it. And what do you use to season uh, meat, ladies? What do you use to? Garlic, uh, ginger, onions. Uh, Pardon? (laughs) It's on to you before. Anyway, but the meat is seasoned. So it's not some, some meat is too tough. If you eat it, your teeth can even fall out. <laughs> anyway, and then uh, when it's seasoned, and then the several things are done to the whole thing, the tomatoes and the onions and all the things. And so the beef sauce is, is done. You see, it, it didn't come from the sky. It was prepared. I might talk to anybody here. So you see, when God brings you a blessing, several things are going on to bring the blessing to you. Can I have a loud amen? Maybe God has sent an angel, go to Malata Market, go and buy beef. God has another angel, go and buy onions at, uh, at, at um, Ababuloshi. He said another angel, go and buy tomatoes. Several angels are running around because of you. What a blessing. Several things are taking place so that your meal will be prepared. So don't rush ahead and say, God, what's, not how, what's happening and so on. Take your time. I always say that in your, your, what you call a miracle is a series of miracles. You will see the end result is one miracle. But actually several miracles produce that miracle that you're talking about. One miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle equals your miracle. Your life is a sum total of several miracles. Several things have taken place to bring that beef sauce on the table. So God is preparing a good meal for you. May you be patient and wait on God. May you trust in God's, in God's unfailing love and care for your life. I thought you shout amen. So let's go back to the same verse, number five. Thou preparest a table. Before me, in the presence of my enemies. Hallelujah. Now, you see, the truth of the matter is that everybody has enemies. 
You may be a very nice person. I'm phlegmatic. Eh? I don't like trouble. I'm very quiet. Everybody likes me. Even the devil likes me. Don't know why the devil dislikes you. <laughs> you, you, are, you are amazing. You are surprising me. You see, because you don't hate anybody in life. You don't hate even the devil. If you can't hate the devil, then I'm afraid of you. I'm telling you. But you see, you feel you are so gentle, you are so sweet, you are so pleasant, the way you talk, the way you smile, the way you are gentle. But the truth is, everybody has enemies. Amen. If you live in this world, you have enemies. You have things that will fight against you. Things that will want to prevent you. That will, that will stand in your way. You will have people who wish you evil. Who don't want things to work out for your life. That is normal life. I'm not talking to anybody here. I mean, that is sometimes you, that is what David wants to say that a whim, I'm just a whim. I'm just a, why does this person dislike me so much? What have I done? But the truth of the matter is that some people see where you are going with God and they want to interrupt and interfere and disturb your flow. But the devil is a liar. Can I have a loud amen? Many taxes in Ghana used to have the sticker behind them. Let my enemy live long to see what I'll be in future. Let my enemy live long. In other words, God, don't kill them. Don't kill them. Don't pray that God will kill your enemy. Let them live long to see how you'll be in future. I see your future becoming brighter and brighter in Jesus' name. So David says that you prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. So you see, God sometimes allows some things to be there. Sometimes, you see, when you read the word enemies also, it often talks about your own limitations. Things may not be great in your life. Not everything is working out for you the way you expect. But in spite of that, God will still put you behind the table with a good meal in front of you. Remember when Bible talks about, is it Mephibosheth? Yeah. That was brought from, from, from the valley and, and then was brought to David's, David's table. And David said to Mephibosheth that, from today, you shall sit at my, at my table and eat like one of the kings. One of the king's sons. Now listen, Mephibosheth's legs were still broken. Mephibosheth still had the limitation. But David said, it doesn't matter your limitation. You will still sit at my table and eat like one of my children. I'm preaching. Sometimes in your limitation, God has a surprise for you. You see, so when you sit at a table, when you sit behind the table on a chair, nobody sees what is under the table. Nobody sees it. We see maybe chest upwards. You see the person sitting, looking okay, but underneath her legs are broken. His legs are broken. You see, some people are too inquisitive. This is sitting at the table. They want to go under the table to see what is under the table. They want to see your mistakes, your faults, your limitations. Please, let's sit at table together and eat. What matters is what God is doing in your life now. I'm preaching. Ask your neighbor, you have to tell you, you are too inquisitive. You want to know about all my problems and all my mistakes and all my shortcomings and all my limitations. But let's sit at table and enjoy the food together. Hallelujah. Sometimes God doesn't answer all our prayer, but God has something that will make up for your limitation. What a word. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? So they, um, in um, this book, the bishop, that bishop has written beautiful, the act of shepherding is talking about how the how table how the enemies come along you know as the as the as the psalmist and the shepherd shepherd david was writing the psalm he's talking about how the the the, the sheep lead the shepherd lead the sheep along the way 
and they get to a place and, and uh, the enemies, you see, the grass is green. The, 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 the water is still and all that. But somehow, there are enemies that want to prevent the sheep from enjoying the good pasture. I'm telling you. Hmm. Oh, Jesus, help your children. But bless God for a vigilant shepherd. Your shepherd is vigilant. It is his duty to deal with the enemies around you. So you see, after he has led all the way through the valleys and through the rocky places and all that, and led the sheep, it's a sheep up to this place, and now they found good, good pasture, and they are supposed to be eating and enjoying, then comes these type of little, little insects and flies, which try to agitate the sheep from enjoying the blessing of God, from enjoying where the shepherd has brought them. So the sheep is now, uh, the, the sheep want, has found green grass. The sheep wants to lie down. But these insects and flies, they, they fly around all over the place. And this is bringing us to how God and why God will anoint you. And I see anointing coming in your life in the name of Jesus. So now the shepherd has brought them to a good place. And they must enjoy it. Enjoy your home, enjoy your marriage, enjoy your church, enjoy your pastor, enjoy your friends, enjoy everything that God has given. But somehow, you're not able to enjoy it fully. Why? You see, it is not, sometimes not the lion-sized problems, but the little, little issues of life. Little irritations. Little things that disturb your peace. You are going to work. You sit in a taxi. Tell driver say something. Or somebody says something. Or you sit in the truck The way the truck driver talks to you. You get the whole day is spoiled. Because of the way he spoke to you. So you see, a good job you are going to, and so sometimes you are going home, something happens, and maybe your wife, your husband didn't, didn't, didn't recognize the nice haircut that you've gone to, uh, I mean. <laughs> and, 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 and then you feel, you feel unhappy about it. It's like, can, she, can, he, can he not see? So you see, your whole day is what? <laughs> I'm preaching. <laughs> are you still there? So you see, there are big things in life, but the little thing, you, you, and then you, be, you begin to frown, begin to get into your mood. You are not feeling so happy. Instead of eating and you start singing the songs. Aren't, uh, 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 you start singing the worship song we sing in church. You are singing the song to cast insinuations to your husband. Uh, what was that? Go tell my enemies I am under the rock. Jehovah, your husband is not your enemy. God, sell my enemy. I am under the rock. Jehovah, hides me. Only because your husband didn't say your haircut is nice. <laughs> I don't know why you are laughing. But I'm, I'm just preaching, I tell you. I'm just preaching. Instead of saying, instead of he's saying that it's nice, he said that it's different. <laughs> Anyway, let, let's, let's be serious. Let's be serious. <laughs> it's a complete message, I tell you. So you see, these, these insects, they fly into the noses of the, of the, of the, of the um, sheep. And then they lay eggs, even in their noses. And the eggs become like slimy things. And then they, they, and all the things fly around them. So the sheep is now not so relaxed. The sheep can't lie down. The sheep can enjoy the green pasture. The, the sheep can enjoy the blessing. Do you understand? I mean, little things can sometimes look at your home, the, the marital beast. The, the, if, sometimes even embarrassed to talk about what started the quarrel. The quarrel has taken two months. 
The, the, the source of it, you don't even want to say it because you feel embarrassed about it. Something very little. But you, did, you didn't deal with the little foxes. And the little foxes has spoiled whole, whole weekend, whole COVID-19 season you're at home, whole times. And so it is spoiled because the issues that you didn't deal with. Because the devil knows how to irritate you. He knows how to bring little things to get you to get on your nerves. Maybe your office mates, you share office the person and the way he talked to you, the way, the way he behaved, the way she, what she said and so on, upsets you. And your whole um, season is poor and relationship is poor. So the devil has a way of bringing little, little issues. Sometimes your children can so annoy you say, the children will kill me. How can the children that you prayed for and believe God for say, you say, this children will kill me. Do you really mean that your children will kill you? They cannot kill you. Do you, know, do you remember how long you prayed when you didn't have a child? How can you say that? Because your children have been a little, I mean, pregnant through and see, they are going to kill you. Don't say big, too big things. Allow God to calm the storms of your life. Can I have your loudest amen? So that is one reason why the shepherd will take the oil. Because of these insects that will come and disturb the sheep. From enjoying the blessing that God has given them. Sometimes in a good church, the pastor preaches a message and you don't like some aspect of the message. I'm going to my 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 my, uh, Italy, my Zion, my Italy, my Spain. I'm, I mean, what is wrong with you? I mean, little a pastor has been a blessing to you for 20 years, 15 years. Something happens and you're walking away. Why? And these things get at you and it makes you lose your blessing. Sometimes you come and even an usher makes you sit at the wrong place. You are used to sit here and Asha says sit here. And because of Asha, you don't even you don't you can't even consider the preaching anymore. You don't enjoy you, you are not blessed by the because of an Asha. What a shock. These are little irritations that would want to take away. They are little things that would take away the blessing that God has for you. So David said he, the shepherd will take the oil. Because the shepherd knows that the irritations, the insect, the flies, all those things are there. So the shepherd takes the oil, and then the shepherd anoints the sheep, rubs the head of the sheep with oil, rubs it nicely, and the sheep is now coming because when the flies, you see, the oil is scented. So when the, when the flies smell the oil, they fly away because they know that because the sheep is anointed, I cannot play around them. May the anointing drive away every little demon that will destroy your, your life. I thought you would shout amen. amen. That is the one reason for the anointing. The anointing is supposed to bring rest to your life. May God give you a restful life. I say, may God give you a restful life. I, I didn't hear you. Amen at all. Amen. Hallelujah. And God will do it. God will bless and God will help you. And God will be gracious to you. Sometimes in your failing, in your in all the things you do, the shepherd says, listen. This, I have oil. I have something that the devil cannot stand. I have something that will drive away all the insects and all the things away from you. Again, sheep also, when they stay together, they fight sometimes. Hmm. Amazing. They can fight. Look, the father you live together will get on each other's nerves. If you have never, I've I, I, I met a few couple in my lifetime, my couple who have said that I've never called my husband before, I've never called my wife before. I said, Wow, I didn't know there are angels around these days. <laughs> hey, it's beautiful. But some of us, no, I don't quarrel. No. <laughs> we cry <quite> with ourselves. <laughs> 
with a shock. Look, I'm telling you, if you live in this life, there will be issues where you step on each other's toes. That's why I keep telling people that if you think that you've come to church, you say, every time I come to church, they step on my, on my toes. Leave your toes at home and come to church. Nobody will step on your toes. But if you have toes and you bring them to church, in our preaching, in our, we will step on your toes. But forgive us. I'm not talking to anybody here. You know, you see, because the sheep will have, they, we live together. We don't live in isolation. All of us, Bible say that God has said the lonely in families. So we live in families. Amen? Amen. Church family, your biological family, your family, friends, and all that. We live together. Some people have quarreled with everybody around them. No, we can't get along with anybody in the church in which you belong to. You used to be in the choir, and then you quarreled with the choir leader, and you moved to the ashes, and you quarreled with the ashes leaders, and then you moved to become, you moved to uh, airpostars, and then for airpostars to, you became another situation, and you moved to communion stars. Everywhere you go, there's a problem. And so now you decide to be one man child, and now you decide to not to do anything. You sit in a row. When you sit, people sit around you to inquire with them. So now you have created your own, uh, uh, what do you call it? You are, you, alone, you have isolated, what do you, how do you call it? Um, sp- social distance. Bef- long before social distance came, you sit alone on your own. Nobody can sit around you. You, have, you can, can't get along with anybody at all. And because you're not able to handle some of the differences that come along in as part of but the shepherd knows that the shepherd, especially when the sheep is mating you know sometimes there's a lot of peace until the female sheep begins to uh, get to a certain period and then you can see the male sheep which is normally quiet that's why um, among these animal domestic animals and so on you always have often have one male and several females in the animal world, the same thing. The, the, the lions, you see, one lion and there's several lions. Because, Charlie, when the two men are there and they sit, they will fight until one dies. It's in, the, in the human world also, according to Bishop Toss, in the human world also, we like to gain superiority and gain grounds. And this is our territory. We are territorial. Nobody must come to my territory. Nobody should be. You, you shouldn't be nice to anybody else. You shouldn't smile with anybody else. You shouldn't become anybody. We are so territorial because of our jealousy and our insecurities. May God show us mercy in Jesus' name. So the ship, when the, ship, the female ship is ready, then you see the male, they begin to fight. And they fight until they can fight until they begin to bleed. Hit their heads and their horns against each other. And they can fight until even one can die. My dog's in the house. When the female was, uh, was on heat, oh, come and see. The male dog, it, 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 it was breaking the roof of the, of, of the kennel. I mean, the whole night we didn't see, because it could smell. <laughs> it could smell that this is the right time to move. Hey, I was shocked. When we got in the morning, there was blood all around. And then that morning, the, 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 the dog died. It's because of wanting to do something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it fought and fought, broke the roof, and he died at the end of the day. So what was looking for? He didn't get it. <laughs> so you see, sometimes we fight among ourselves. You see this political party, fight against the political party, all these troubles. But in the church, in the house of God, among the people of God, we shouldn't allow this bickering, this infighting to destroy our lives. So that is why we need anointing. May we be anointed in Jesus' name. 
So the shepherd will take the oil and anoint the sheep. Amen. And when the sheep is anointed, it makes their skin very slippery. So that even if they try and hurt each other, they slip by each other and they are not hurt. What a word. What a word. So I'm saying that today, God is going to anoint you. Look, the fact that you married for seven years, you deserve a reward. You have stayed um, with this, this I, don't, I, was, I don't say man or woman, whoever it is. I, I wish I want to say woman. I, I'm, the pre, I'm preaching now. You stay with this one seven years, brother. You need an award, I tell you. Hey, it's not easy. At all. Somebody, a lady was, uh, was going to get married. And the mother of the lady called the gentleman and said, this is my, my daughter. If you marry her, you have problems. She said, I am the mother. I'm telling you, you have problems. And the man married, and the man has problems. <laughs> my Lord, may your story be different in Jesus' name. I said, may your story be different in Jesus' name. Are you still there? But you see, when you are anointed, you overlook, anointed people overlook things. Anointed people don't fight for everything. Anointed people live as if, anointed people are forgiving people. The reason why you keep on, you keep hurt and pain in you and you are so unforgiving because you are not anointed. Anointed people are very forgiving. The more anointed you are, the more forgiving you are. The more anointed you are, the more merciful you are. I'm preaching. Are you there? So you see, this hurt and this thing that happened, and even walking through, like the ship is now moving from the valley up the mountain. And as the ship is walking around, it is going to have no markets. There are some wounds and hurts that come your way, not because you've done anything wrong, but because you are just living. You are going to go through it. You are going to have it. I'm telling you. So the ship is now moving, and the ship is going up and, and climbing and so on. So the shepherd now, when they get to where, where they get to the place where the souls are anointed, the shepherd now examines all the sheep. Perhaps once you are journeying through life, you have some scratches. When they are climbing up the mountain, you, you, this sheep fell down on my blind side, and then one leg is, is wounded. Maybe there are some, some scalps and some, some insect big this sheep without me noticing. So the shepherd examines all of us. But you see, let me say, that before you get to anointing, everybody take your oil because we're going to have anointing right now. But let me say something to you. You see, the shepherd now gets to the point and wants to now begin to anoint the sheep. The sheep must come, bow down. Can you come? Can you come? Yes. So you see, for, stand with me here. For this sheep to be anointed, the sheep must bow. You see, it takes humility to be anointed. If you are too proud, you will not be anointed. The sheep comes and bows before the shepherd. And you see, anointed people are the most humble people. If you see a real anointed, if you like read John's books and you will see, the real anointed people are very, very humble. Because if you are not humble, you start stand up, brother. He stands straight. You are, you are equal with me. We are the same. So how can I anoint you if you are the same? But the sheep has to go down for the shepherd to anoint the sheep. Can I have an amen? amen. Your anointing be revealed in your humility. If you bow down like a sheep, then the shepherd takes the oil. And then, because you are humble and gone down, he takes oil and wraps over you. Puts it in your heads and wounds. Puts it in all your pains. 
drives away and puts it all over you. So that when the shepherd has done the work, now the sheep can lie down. Now the sheep can enjoy the green grass. The sheep can get along with everybody because the sheep is anointed to live with people. Everybody has to live with people. I'm preaching. Thank you very much, um, my brother, Ivan. You see, so all I'm saying to all of us today, in this anointing service, I don't know what is getting at you. I don't know how stiff you are. Bow down before your shepherd. Bow down before God. We are not there physically, but I believe that by this anointing, God is going to touch you. I don't know what irritations you are, you are, you are, go, are, are getting at you today. I don't know what is giving you sleepless nights. I don't know what is hitting you so badly. I don't know which part of your life, your soul, your body, inside of you, why you are hurting that you cannot even talk to anybody about. What do you do? You take your phone, you want to call, but you don't, you don't feel like calling because you, are, you don't know who can understand how you're feeling. I came to tell somebody here. I came to preach to somebody here. There's a shepherd who knows your hurt and your pain and what you are going through. He has oil for you. The oil will heal. The oil will restore. The oil will bring life to you. Shout amen. amen. And when you are anointed, say down in my head with oil, my cup runs over. My God. My God. After you are anointed, the shepherd puts a cup in your hand. Amen. They can put a cup in your hand. Now, in the in the old in the in the Jewish tradition, what happens is that when you visit a person, everybody is given a cup, and they keep on pouring wine into the into the cup. You are pouring wine. You are pouring wine into the cup. Now, when your cup is empty and they don't fill it up, it's a sign that you have outlived your welcome. It's time to go. So watch it. But if your guests want you, to, if your host wants you to stay. Every time that you keep on pouring, you keep on pouring, God wants you to stay. I see your cup running over in Jesus' name. God is not tired of you. God is not tired of you. God wants you to stay with him. He wants you to stay in his house. He wants you to abide in his presence. He keeps on pouring more and more, more and more wine into your cup. Your cup will not be empty. My cup runs over. My cup overflows. I see overflowing blessing coming your way. May your cup overflow with grace. May your cup overflow with joy. May your cup overflow with the peace of God. May your cup overflow with the, with, with the power of God. This one is an anointing service. I want you to pick up your oil. And uh, you just believe that God has sent us to you wherever you are. And uh, Father, I pray for every anointing oil. I pray for your people. Today, right now, I commit every oil in every home. I pray that as I, as I pray for the oil, may the oil be sanctified for the application on the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, I pray this morning, oh God, anoint every head with oil. Heal our heads and our wounds. Drive away the evil spirits that get at us and irritate us. Help us to live with peace with one another. Help us to be able to enjoy the blessing of one another. In the name of Jesus. Anoint us, oh, anoint us, oh God. And make a difference in our lives. Now place your hand on your head with the oil. Place your hand on your head. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus. Amen. May your children be anointed. Amen. May they be anointed. Amen. May they be anointed. Amen. Anoint every man. Anoint yes, every Lord. woman. Yes. Anoint every child. Amen. Anoint the sick. Amen. Let them receive the healing right now. Amen. I speak healing into your body right Amen. now. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, every head, the heads that we that is inside our soul, we yes. anointing, heal and restore. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. make a difference in our lives. Yes, Lord. Make a difference in our lives. Yes, Bless everyone, oh God. Yes. As you touch our head, Amen. from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, yes. receive the anointing from the we shepherd. In humility, receive yes. the anointing of the shepherd. Amen. May you be more loving. Amen. May you be more caring. Yes. May you enjoy the blessing of the house of yes, God. Lord. May you enjoy one another. May enjoy one another. Amen. May great be multiplied in your yes. life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for the anointing. Thank you, thank you for the anointing. Yes. Thank you for your power. Yes. Thank you for your grace. Yes. We honor and we bless you. In Jesus' name, everybody shouted your loudest. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for the Lord, everybody. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for this morning. Thank you for this service. Thank you for the healings. May there be many testimonies come out of this anointing service. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. we give you glory and give you praise. In Jesus' name, and everybody shouted, Amen. 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 Let me pray with you. If you're here this morning, you want to give your heart to Christ. Maybe somebody asks you to join us. You join the watch party or you are watching with a friend. Maybe in Kaswa, you're watching with somebody in uh, Italy. You're watching somebody in London. You're watching with your friends and our family and all that. I want you, you have not committed your life to God. Today, this morning, I want you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. So everybody praying, say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This Sunday morning. This Sunday morning. I give my heart to you. Come into my heart. Make me your child. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will honor you. I will live for you the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. From this moment, I am born again. I am a child of God. I will serve Jesus. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you so much. I'm very grateful to God for all those who hear the word of God on our screens. You see the numbers they need counseling. You want us to pray with you. You want us to join you in an area. Maybe there's something that is bothering you and getting at you. You need something to talk to. Please don't hesitate. Call the numbers on the screen. We are going to be talking and praying with you. And I believe God is going to be gracious to you. I'm going to invite Bishop Tors to take us in the, to the end. Listen to me. Don't get off the, off the screen right now. Stay where you are and let us conclude this service. Let's welcome Bishop Tors, please. Hallelujah.